Hey, it's your girl Rosie. I am back with another episode of Rosie's Mini Travel Tings. So as y'all can see, your girl's back to recording on a little bit of a consistent basis. So welcome back. So this is part two of my trip to Europe. Last episode was about Lisbon, Portugal. I told y'all I was going to come back about Barcelona. So here I am to give y'all the scoop about Barcelona. Okay. Now, when picking the title, I wanted to make it a little spicy. So I decided to go with, in Barcelona, they call me Rosa. They did not fucking call me Rosa. Why did I make that shit up? But I felt like it was a catchy title. It was cool. No, I think so. But anyways, let's get into Barcelona. So first and foremost, when we got to Barcelona, we headed straight to the hotel. Um, not sure how I feel about this hotel. It's called BCN 40. Now the hotel rooms were clean. Um, pretty straight to the point, affordable, right smack dab in the middle of a lot of restaurants, bars, just really right in the middle of Las Ramblas. Um, but I don't know. I don't really fuck with the staff like that, though. Like, I'm not saying they were not friendly, but they weren't friendly. They were just working there. Okay. Like, I don't know. I'm just comparing to Lisbon where the staff there were extremely friendly, very helpful. Um, always had a smile on their face, always greeting us with, um, you know, warmth and these people, they just there. So they don't get fined. Like, I don't know if it was because I was black. Um, again, I say that because going to Spain, I kind of like, okay, I've, read and heard so many mixed reviews where people like they're mad racist in Spain and then other people are like I went to Spain and I didn't have a problem so I was kind of like hmm let me see which way it goes for me I can't say that they did anything blatant to be like oh yeah they wasn't fucking with me except for at the end but I don't know if it had to really do with my race or just because the lady was a bitch but I'll tell y'all about that in the end it wasn't a big deal but I was just like mm, I already felt the vibe so I was like fuck fuck her but anyway so when we got there we went to the hotel we checked in and we decided to go to get some paella now there's so many places that sell or you know serve paella i should say because uh, that's a common spanish dish but i wanted to go somewhere good and so we decided to go to santa ana now i found santa ana in black travel movement because i always do my little research before we go somewhere and somebody recommended it so we headed there so if y'all don't know paella is basically um a spanish dish that is a bunch of rice yellow rice i don't i don't know if it's other colors but that's the only time i've had paella it's always been yellow rice yellow um and it has a lot of seafood Ellie um, doesn't really fuck with seafood like that. So she got a, I think it was a veget. Oh no, she got a chicken paella. I got the seafood one that came with prawns, shrimp, mussels, clams, lobster. Throw that shit in the air, okay? It was hella bomb. Now, in the picture, it looks big as fuck, but it really wasn't that deep in the pot like it was really probably like a layer of rice but the pot looks so big it's probably like damn you ate all that and did <laughs> but it really wasn't that much like once you put the spoon into the pot you could like immediately hear the spoon hit the bottom of the pot because again it wasn't that deep so when I post a picture don't be like damn you greedy as fuck because it was not that much in there in my defense but it was hella good 
had some green wine while we were there. I mean, that was the only time we ate paella. And for me, it was pretty good. Lived up to expectation, uh, the expectations that I had for paella in Spain. Because when in Rome, okay, we weren't in Rome. But when in Spain, you got to have paella. Just like you have to have sangria. Those are my two things. Make sure you have paella and make sure you drink a lot of sangria. And I did. So after that, we decided to see what the nightlife was about. Now, we did fly there early in the morning. It didn't take that long because the flight from Barcelona, I mean, from Lisbon to Barcelona was about an hour and 20 minutes, um, maybe a little less, to be honest. So it was a pretty quick flight, which was cool. So we had energy to be out that night. So we decided to go to, I don't know what this area is called exactly in the Las Ramblas area, but it is, I can't explain it, but I'm going to post a picture. But basically, there's hella restaurants. There's hella nightclubs all in one area. But the thing about them is like, you know how in New York, everybody's like a hustler trying to get you to buy something like in Times Square. It's always like, okay. In this area, they do that for their restaurants and their clubs. So as you're walking by, there's several people approaching you like, hey, come to our restaurant and trying to sell you a reason why you should visit their restaurant versus the restaurant next door or why you should go to their club or their lounge versus the one next door. So they're doing a whole lot of selling. Um, so we got got, okay. Um, we decided to go with this Nigerian man that was like, oh, y'all should come to this lounge. We got Afro beats. We, now y'all know, okay. We got Afro beats. We got reggae. We got, I was like, hold on now. So that's all we needed to hear. And again, like in Portugal, this lounge was offering uh, free drinks the free drink ticket that I told you guys about. Now this place was 12 euros and it came with, the first option was one mixed drink and two house shots, or the second option was two beers and two house shots. So again, I fuck with the free drinks upon entry. And again, it was pretty affordable, 12 euros. Now the name of the hotel is Hotel Roma, but the name of the club downstairs, I really can't make out the letters, but if you look up Hotel Roma, R-O-M-A, the lounge will pop up because you'll put Hotel Roma Lounge and it'll pop up so you guys will know what I'm talking about. And so we headed downstairs to the club. Now he did keep it a hundred and say it's empty as a motherfucker in here because we were pretty early, which was fine. I was there for the drinks and the vibes. Eventually it did start to get you know, pretty full. I think um, there was a bachelorette party there. So they did do a lot of requesting to, um, of music to the DJ, but the DJ accommodated everybody that night. Cause I even went and was like, can I have some Afro beats? Because he was doing it sporadically, but not as often I had liked, as I had liked. But once I requested it, he made sure he played it. And then he played, you know, a bunch of different type of music. This DJ I do feel like was a little bit better than the DJ in Lisbon. Um, if you listen to the last episode, I talked about not having the genres in order and just kind of being all over the place. He wasn't that all over the place. He was still all over the place, but I feel like he did a better job of sticking to a few songs within a genre and then switching to another one. So shout out to Homeboy. I definitely feel like he gave us a better vibe in the club than we got in Lisbon. But nonetheless, um, it was a good night. We had our drinks. Now, the hot house shots are pretty weak, um, but again, I had been pretty drunk, like I had stated previously in Lisbon, or maybe I didn't. I don't even remember if I said it on the episode, but at one point, I was drunk for like two days in Lisbon um, because I was drunk from the cooking class, and then we went out that night. Remember, I told y'all to Barrio Alto, and 
I guess the combination of drinks from that one day, the whole next day, <laughs> drunk. So when I got to Barcelona the following day, I wasn't pressed to be drunk again. So I did have my little drinks um, as they offered. And based on what we drank, I still didn't feel drunk. So I'm not going to call their drinks weak but I'm not going to call them strong. So that's just what it is. We had a good time. Um, and that was that. So we left the club not too late. Again, we were tired. It was our first day. So next day was tourist day because, you know, we had the whole day and that was also beach day. So one thing I'll say, Barcelona was more walkable than Lisbon. So you could actually walk to a lot of destinations and did. When I tell y'all the steps we put in, unbelievable. Like, I know my freaking smartwatch is like, okay, bitch, you not walking no more. I mean, not when I'm home like that. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, so we decided to walk to the beach, which was a 25 minute walk. Um, them 25 minutes is steep though, but it's okay. Again, it's more doable than Lisbon. We went to Barceloneta Beach. I'm sure I butchered that, but Barceloneta Beach. And there's a building there, but it turns out to be a hotel. Um, only because I only know that because I was ear hustling when this guy walked by and he was telling somebody, but I don't know, it was kind of giving Dubai. It looks like a shark fin. When y'all see the picture, let me know if y'all think it looks like a shark fin or a dolphin. Either a dolphin or a shark fin. But it was a pretty cool building. You can see it over yonder. Um, the beach, it was pretty packed. Um, not too packed, but there was a good portion of people there. There's a bunch of restaurants, cafes. I feel like a lot of restaurants serve the same type of food, same type of little platters. They were not given for me whatever was on the menu. I just wasn't feeling it. Um, so we decided to go to KFC, y'all. Yes, we went to KFC in Barcelona. It was right there at the beach. And I'll just say there was no difference. I feel like the KFC tasted exactly the way it would in America. Like I didn't feel like it was any better. I didn't feel like it was any worse. I just feel like I had KFC in Barcelona. So that's pretty much that. We stayed at the beach for a little while. Um, didn't swim. I did put my feet in the water. It was brick as fuck, but it was a good time, a good experience. I was happy that we actually made it to the beach in Barcelona because that was on my itinerary. So after that, we had to kind of put a little pep in our step because it was time to go to a wine tasting class in Barcelona. So before I get into the wine tasting class, I will say a bitch ain't mean no Spanish people in fucking Barcelona houseway. I was in Spain and didn't meet anybody from Spain everybody in Barcelona was from somewhere else. Like I'm not exaggerating. Everybody in Barcelona was from somewhere else. An example, the area that I'm talking about, Las Ramblas. Okay. I'm saying this respectfully. It was definitely given Bangladesh. I was like, wait a minute. Almost every store owner, Bangladesh or India, I did not walk into a store and see one Spaniard in Spain. And I kind of felt some type of way because I'm like, um, where are the Spanish people? Like, it didn't give me that full Spain experience because I could not find Spanish people. I was just like, it's like going to China and all you see is Mexicans. You're going to be like, wait a minute. Like, I would have went to Mexico. But Everybody was nice. Everything was cool, but it was just not what I expected. I was a little disappointed because I'm like, where are the Spanish people in Spain? Like I, I needed to be giving Spanish, but, um, 
I say that to say this wine tasting class, we went there again. I booked it on viator.com. It was about $23, $24. Again, I'll post a picture or if you need any information about that specific wine tasting class, let me know and I'll send it to you. Very affordable. It was about an hour um, for the class. But after that, she let us finish like the bottles of wine. It also came with a platter of cheese, olives, and pepperoni. Um, they let us try five different types of wine, tell us some information about it, what areas of Spain it came from, which was pretty interesting. But again, the the wine, uh, what do you call her? Would she be a, a teacher? Uh, whatever. Homegirl I was doing the class was not from Spain. She was from England. No shade to England. But I'm like, I thought I would get a little Spaniard person, but it's all good. Whatever. She was nice. Freya is her name. Um, the class did exactly what I needed to do. It was a group class um, for the wine tasting. There we met this other woman from London and her name was Molly. She was one of our other African sisters. We got to talking because it was only me, her, and Ellie's Dominican. So it was the three of us. And there were some white people in the class. Um, everybody kind of did their own thing. Everybody was friendly. Well, there was like a family across from us that were kind of like to themselves, but we didn't give a fuck. So the people on our side was pretty friendly. And um, yeah, we chopped it up with Molly. We decided because she was traveling solo from London. I guess she travels solo a lot. So we're like, what are you doing later or tomorrow if you want to link? And she was like, sure, let's link. So we exchanged information and we were set to hang with Molly from England. And she was rolling because I said Molly. And she told me, y'all, believe it or not, that my British accent was fucking terrible. I've gone my whole life thinking I've perfected that shit. And she was hollering. She was like, you sound terrible. <laughs> I don't give a fuck though. Nobody, I mean, she did tell me, but in my mind, I still sound fire. So my British accent is on point, whether Molly thinks so or not. So the fact that I'm saying Molly like that, if she could hear me, she'd be rolling because she's like, girl, uh uh-uh, cut it out. So yeah, we were like, okay, after the wine tasting class, again, we had to hustle and bustle. We went back to the hotel. We changed, we showered to get ready for a flamenco show, y'all. Now, if you haven't heard or you've never been to a flamenco, flamenco show i've never been um but i don't know it was something interesting people say in spain whenever you're there you have to go to a flamenco show and y'all it was literally the best experience that i had in spain so the class is basically a it's not a class my bad the flamenco show is a performance now you have these women in their spaniard type dresses that dance to these men that are it sounds like Spanish opera. That's what it gives to me. And then the guys are playing the guitar, um, some instruments, they're clapping. The guys have loud voices and they're giving Spanish opera, as I stated. And the women are fucking shit up. Okay, the two women there, kind of high in age, um, but they were so good. Like I was captivated by their performance. There was also a guy that did some dancing um, when his set came up and he was pretty good as well. I am excited to share these videos and show you all um, some of the show. They do ask you to not record, but at the end, they do allow you to record a little snippet. So I think the purpose of it is just obviously not to record the whole show. Now that 
gave me Spain and Spain. Okay. Like that was giving Spanish. That was giving exactly what I came to Spain for. I got to experience the culture just by that show. I feel like that was the most that I got to experience Spain was this flamenco show. Absolutely amazing. It's an hour and a half. It did come with a free, it did come with a free, um, sangria. I don't remember the price of it. Um, Again, I'll post if you need that information. Affordable, though. I feel like it was like $40. Yeah, I think it was like $40, $45 or so or something roughly around there. But the show was amazing, y'all. I was just like, oh, my goodness. So shout out to the Flamenco Show. And then another thing that I'll state about Barcelona, there's a lot of street art. And I feel like I kind of knew that from social media. I think people do post like street art in Barcelona or in Spain. And... So everywhere I walked that I was able to see some street art, I made sure to take a picture of it. So eventually I will be posting all the pictures that I was able to capture of street art while walking through the streets of Barcelona. I thought they were pretty cool. It just, you know, it was just a different experience. Um, it wasn't just graffiti. Like these motherfuckers went in on the damn paintings or graffiti. Well, not graffiti, but they went in on the street art. So I will be posting that. We also came across Dick Waffle. Um, so <laughs> a Dick Waffle is basically exactly what it sounds, a waffle. And it is in the shape of a dick. And they also have the shape of a vagina. Um, and I think it's becoming more popular in Europe or um, maybe Mexico, because I feel like I've seen somebody kind of post it, but I've never stumbled across an actual dick waffle until Barcelona. So I'll post a little snippet of that as well. It was pretty interesting to see. We were going to get one, but I don't know. Somehow we weren't in the mood for one. And by the time we left, we forgot all about it. I guess it was just nice to see. So if you are in Barcelona and you want a dick waffle or a waffle in the shape of a vagina, then you'll definitely be able to find one. Now, at the end of the night, after the Flamenco show, we did some more walking around and then we went to, you know, this random local bar um, and kind of just chilled before we wrapped up the night. So the following day was tour day, tourist day, and we got um, a Barcelona city tour on a hop on hop off bus. And that was about 30 euros. And we had the hotel booked up for us. Now, I did a hop on hop off tour in Iceland. So I knew I wanted to do one in Barcelona. They give you a little map. Um, this one had two, two lines. It had a red line and a green line. Same bus. You just have to hop off and go to the other line if you wanted to see whatever attractions were in that um, in their path. So we did that. It was a long-ass fucking tour. Um, the red line was pretty straight to the point. But then we hopped on the green line because I need my money's worth. And um, that took a long time to, like, get back. I don't know. It just didn't. <laughs> we didn't expect it to take that long. But ultimately, overall, the tour was cool. Again, it's hop on, hop off, so you can get off at any stop. Some stops, we were like, no, this is good. We got to see it from the bus to and we didn't need to hop off and some we wanted to actually hop off get a better view take pictures and i will say now y'all this is where i got sick on this city tour bus i knew i was going to get sick it went from like 80 to 60 degrees i had a mesh shirt and my chest was out and foreign people you know your mama's gonna say if you or your parent is gonna say if a little wind catches your chest 
when it's snippy outside, it's a wrap. And that's exactly what happened. Because we were on the top of the city bus and city tour bus and the temperature dropped and I just kept saying, Lord Jesus, I do not have a jacket. I don't have a scarf. I was like, fuck it, we ball. And balled we did because I got sick as fuck from this city bus, um, city bus tour. But hey, it is what it is. At least I got sick the last day there versus like actually being sick while we were there. So we finished off the rest of the tour. Um, one of the places we stopped at, which was I think the first stop we decided to get off you get like a whole view of like Barcelona and it was just y'all. And I know they have these um, type of this type of scenery in different countries, but I've never witnessed it. So I was absolutely amazed. It was just so fire. Like you got to just look over and see all the buildings in Barcelona. Like my dad says it, I showed him a picture. He said it reminds him of Pétionville and Haiti. So yeah, that for me, it also reminded me of the movie Colombiana, you know, in like the opening part of the movie, they show kind of like, I don't know if it's a drone, but it's kind of like the view of Colombia. So it was just the same, but it was in Barcelona and it was just so breathtaking. Like I'll post the pictures, but I still feel like the pictures don't do it justice. Um, and we hopped off a few more other spots. Again, you'll see this. Um, and then after that, we met up with Molly and we got drinks at a restaurant and we got appetizers we got sangria kind of talked chilled got to know each other which was pretty cool after that we decided to find another club or lounge now we almost ended up back at hotel roma um because we knew like we could have a good time she hadn't gone the night before although she had walked past it but we had and low-key I didn't want to go to the same fucking place that we went to. Like, I don't live here. I don't want to go to the same spot. Like, we already see what it was hitting for. It was cool, but next. So we found this other spot lounge, and it was the same thing. I think their entry fee was probably about the same, 12 euros, maybe 13. That one came with a house shot, two house shots, um, a mixed drink. Again, there's certain options that you can pick from, but upon entry, they do give you a glass of champagne. So they did have one incentive that was slightly better. Um, but that one, they played mad reggae. I don't know where the DJ was because we couldn't see him, but that one definitely gave better vibes. Like they were definitely fucking with Sean Paul. Like it was definitely giving like you getting hella reggae songs in a row, which y'all know I fuck with reggae. So yeah, it was a different feel. It was a good vibe. I actually really liked that lounge. Unfortunately, my phone was dead because we had been out all day on the tour and then we were already in the area to meet with molly grab food and just going back to the hotel would have been an inconvenience so i don't even know the name of the spot i don't even have pictures so unfortunately i don't know but i say that to say in the area of las ramblas you're able to find several different lounges and clubs that offer the same thing so it's just about what you prefer as far as music what type of music you prefer um does it matter for you are you just there for the drinks like so i say that to say despite the fact that i don't have that information you'll be able to find somewhere that offers the same thing because it seems to be a europe thing with entry you get free drinks and i think that's just fire and lastly the following days we decided to go to La Bocaria Market. Now, everywhere on TikTok, Instagram, like everybody's like, you have to go to the market. You have to go to the market. Um, it was pretty cool. Now, the market that they're referring to has everything in there, like fresh fruits, smoothies, um, 
oysters, chicken, um, nuts, just everything you could possibly think of was available in La Bocaria Market. So colorful, um, just so many different choices, different foods. And that's all it is. It's just food, snacks, bites. Uh, I think there's a meat market. I'll post pictures so you guys have a better idea of what I'm referring to. But yeah, it was definitely a good experience. I'm glad we had a chance to stop there before our departure because we did stop there the morning of, you know, before we take before we took our flight. So we stopped there, had some snackaroonies, had some smoothies, walked around, and then we wrapped it up, headed back to the hotel, relaxed a little bit, changed, and then we headed to the airport to go home. And again, at the airport, they did not say anything about our carry-on. So again, them bitches in Boston was raggedy. But what I was saying in the beginning of the episode in regards to like mm, the customer service at the hotel. So I don't know. So when we were checking in, it was a male that we encountered. And a few days into our trip, it was men that we encountered at the desk. When we were checking out, it was now women at the desk. And... I don't know. One of them, I just didn't like her vibe. Like, I feel like she, maybe she stank in like real life or maybe she just, well, so I was just like, oh, can I get a receipt? I always ask for a receipt and I know they're going to email it to you or whatever, but I wanted a receipt just because they had put a hold on one of my cards and the hold hadn't fell off, even though we were there and they had been holding the money for like two weeks at that point. So I was like, hmm, that's weird. So I wanted a receipt. And so one of the women asked her while she was on the phone, like, oh, can she get a receipt? It sounded like something that wouldn't have been a big deal because I always get a receipt. She said something to her in Spanish and Ellie's Dominican, but Ellie was like, you know, closer to the door. She didn't hear, but she basically said something. And I feel like her reaction was like, bitch, like, no, we ain't giving you no damn receipt. She said whatever she said. And then a woman's like, oh, the system is down. But she said that, you know, it should be back up in a couple hours and then we'll be able to email you that receipt. Y'all think I got that fucking receipt? I knew when I left there, she's not sending the receipt. But my problem was, why not? Like, that wasn't an unusual request unless it was for them. But based on her reaction, to what and how she said whatever she said to the woman, I was like, I am not getting a receipt. And sure enough, I did not get a receipt. Granted, I can go on the app and see what they finally charged me. But my whole point was, why couldn't she just print it out? So it was a little shady. And I will say they did release a hold and I got my shmoneys back. So I really don't get the reason why she didn't want to give it to me. But my whole point was how she went about making sure I didn't get it. Like, Oh, the system is down. Bitch, you lying. The system is not down. You didn't want to give me my receipt. Like, but either way, no big deal. It was still a decent experience. I feel like the hotel is smack dab in the middle of everything. In Las Ramblas, again, it depends on what type of vibe you're looking for. You could pick a different hotel, but I have no complaints um, other than that one little experience. But some people don't even request a receipt, so it may not be your experience. And that was it, y'all. So... That was my trip to Barcelona. Um, I know that was a lot, but I had to give y'all a rundown. So if I had to compare Barcelona and Lisbon, I would pick Barcelona over Lisbon. I just feel like it was giving more life. I just feel like there was so many people there. Um, I don't know. It was just so much more lively, I felt, than Lisbon, although Lisbon was cool. Just two completely different vibes in Europe. And I enjoyed both of them, but I would say 
I slightly enjoyed Barcelona more. And again, it could be due to the weather and that we were actually able to like have good weather, not rain all the time. Um, yeah, and I just feel like there was way more people. There was just way more people, although they weren't from Spain, which was fine. But I did hear that if you want like a more Spaniard experience that I should have gone to Madrid. Um, but I don't know what that comes with. Does that, does a more Spaniard experience come with racism? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So <laughs> I guess I will find out one day because I do want to head back to Spain and I would like to experience Madrid just because I do feel like I kind of got, you know, not, I kind of got a little bit of a watered down experience in Barcelona. Again, it was awesome. I liked Barcelona, but it just gave me so many different nationalities and ethnicities that I just was like, wait a minute, <laughs> this is not what I expected, but I will go to Madrid one day um, and I'll tell you all about it when I do. So if you have any questions, if you're planning a trip to Barcelona or Lisbon, um, you want more of my three cents, or if you have any questions on how you should go about doing certain things or any recommendations or anything that I booked that I talked about, um, I could send you the link directly. Let me know. Again, you can follow my travel page, Travel with Rosie on Instagram or TikTok, or of course, you can always follow the podcast page, The Rosie Perspective on Instagram. So again, thank you for listening. I love y'all. I do have a couple guest episodes coming up soon. I feel like you guys will enjoy them, talking about different topics. Um, one guest, I've never had her on before. And then one other guest is a recurring guest that y'all love. Shout out to my nigga. I ain't going to tell y'all who. But stay tuned. And again, thanks for listening. And until next time, y'all. Bye.